0: All right, good morning. I want to conduct a little survey. Taasang kamay, if you have ever had a conflict with a family member. Anybody ever had a conflict? Okay, uh, the survey says, okay. All right. Yeah. Today I want to talk about family. Yeah. Sakatunay, and we often get hurt at home. Have you ever been hurt at home, physically, emotionally? Uh, you know, sometimes it's the one closest to you that hurts you the most. Not the casual acquaintance or the stranger, the people tabi the you can just forget it and move on. Pero ibang story pag nasaktan ka sa bahay. From the person that you needed to support you the most. The person you were really depending to love you. To affirm you. And to care for you. Pag hindi nangyari, the opposite. Konting bagay lang, napakasakit. Napakapait. And the relationship at home is what really hurts the most. When, so I want to talk today about healing, kagalingan, kagalingan sa hurting families. And I know that we all come from a family. Kahit sino ka man, you have a family. Yes. You know, maybe hindi makakasama kayo, kalat kayo, but everybody has a mother, a father. Sino sa inyo may mga siblings? Tasang kamay ko may sibling ka? All right, leave your hands up kung may sibling ka. Okay. If you have two or more siblings, leave your hand up. If you only child, raise your hand up. Alright? If you have three or more siblings. Alright? Keep your hand up. Keep your hand up if you have four or more siblings. Five or more siblings. Six or more siblings. Nako. Seven or more siblings. Are you brothers? Okay. 8 or more siblings. Grabe, oh. 8, 9? Coriente? Okay. Ilan kaya? Nine. All right. You got the you get the winner today, no? Grabe, it's real nine, grabe, no? Isang tribo, sang tribo na 'yan. I'm sure sa isang sa isang tahanan. Nine, plus parents, plus, you know, kung sino pang mga, I'm sure in a house like that, there's plenty of opportunity for conflict. Yeah. Meron ba? Yeah. There's plenty of words exchanged, you know. There's plenty of sigawan. Yeah. You know? tamputaitas. you know. there's a, I'm sure there's a lot of chance to get hurt at home. And, you know, even if it's just kayo mag there's plenty of chance to get hurt at home. So we're going to talk about healing, hurting families. And I'm going to show you a short video clip. But before that, I'm going to mention some of the common problems, family problems, okay? Common sa society natin ngayon. And ikaw nala ang magda-assess kung nakaka-relate ka sa mga ilan dito na ibabanggit ko. Or maybe you know someone. You have friends or you know some families that have experienced these problems. Single mom. A single mom that hindi niya kayang buhayin ang kanyang mga anak na dahil financial or even the time. How about a marriage falling apart? Nagawa na patungkol sa peras, patungkol sa in-laws and the marriage seems like wala nang pag-asa itong samahan natin i married the wrong person have you ever felt that or or the kids grow up na hindi ang nagpapalaki sa kanila hindi yung tunay na parent a stepfather stepmother lola auntie lolo tito or the kids are passed around from one family to the next Next semester Nasabatangas. sa Batangas, kiki-bahay nung kay auntie at ang kanyang uh, mga pinsan mo. Pero ikaw tanga labas feeling mo, hindi ako belong dito. So after a while, sawang sawa na sila sayo, sa Pinas kasabagyo, paskaren sa Manila, and then parang ikod-ikod ka sa whoever is benevolent enough to, and you always feel. I'm not wanted. I don't belong anywhere. Or maybe if you've ever felt like na, no one in your own family understands you. Yeah. Have you ever felt like you were the least favorite? You know, mga, mga ate mo, mga kuya, they, sila binigyan ng bagong damit, you know, lahat ng mga kailangan sa school, they got it, but you didn't get what you needed. Or maybe due to family hurts, due to some problems of family, someone in the family turned to alcohol. Went to drugs. Hindi feeling accepted sa bahay, kaya doon na lang siya sa barkada. At doon na wala siya ng landas, kung ano ang ginagawa, nagsusugal, nakabuntis o napabuntis. Because of no affection sabay hindi na kuha yung love galin kay tatay nay, kay nanay edi at a very young age naging sexually active 12 13 14 karana sana or lumaki na confuse sa identity kasi wala nagsabi sa yo you're my son I, i'm proud of you lalaki kang tunay na lalaki na confuse yung identity niya hindi niya alam kung ano siya Ako brainy or athletic, you know. Ako bay, uh, you know uh, class clown or science club, you know. Uh, dancer, rockista, babae, kalahati. <laughs> hindi ko ala- So minsan ako confuse, or maybe you were exposed or something happens to family maybe there was an unwanted pregnancy or sa ibang situations gusto baby hindi nakakabuo ng baby and then it could be also that you just fed up with being alone fed up na you feel that you're so alone maski marami kang kasama nararanasan mo yan na you're in a crowded classroom or andami dami kasama sa office, but you still feel alone. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe your family had problems, Now someone is very seriously ill. Na walang mukhang solution. Someone died. Psychological problems. You know, napuspus ng masamang spirit. May mga ganun, na depressed. Bottom line is this. There's a lot of hurts in the families. Do you agree with that? There's a lot of hurts. The family can be the greatest, most secured environment. The most fun, joy, memories, holidays, picture-taking, tawanan. Or it can be the worst experience, the deepest hurts. So, friends, God wants to heal our families. And watch this short video clip and see, again, if you can relate or you know someone who can relate with the emotions of a hurting home. free. you yeah. and i no. I can relate kabasa mga emotions. The family is sometimes your worst battleground. You know? But let me just give you a few things today because God wants to heal broken and hurting families. Number 1 is it was never broken and hurting families is never God's plan. <laughs> Hindi yan ang plano ng Diyos para sa family. And I know that pag nagapagasawa ka na, or you have children, you never expect that too. But it's not God's plan for our families to be broken. It's not God's will that families would be where you hurt. God wants us to live in paradise, Eden. So, yung pinakaunang plano, yung, yung plan ng Diyos, yung kanyang ideal setup was the Garden of Eden. Na kung saan, there's a man and a woman intimate. You know, you know the story, walang damit pero hindi sila nahihiya. Bakit? They're so secure. There's nothing sexual, there's nothing malicious about that. Walang damit because they are so transparent, they're so secured with each other. Trust is there. No jealousy. No fighting. Kasama nila si God. Aro araw naglalakad ang Diyos through the garden with them. And that is God's design for the nucleus of a family. One man, one woman, and God. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. Yinung Ichura. No matter what is the, the scenario in your family, blended family, you know, broken family, or what the ideal of God is one man, one woman, and God. Not two men and a baby. Not two women, not it's just a one man and one woman and God. Reproducing his love in their own kind, reproducing. So you got Adam. And Eve, then they have Cain and Abel. So this was God's intention. Speak to the trees and may bunga. The provisions are there. The love, the intimacy, that is God's ideal. Now, of course, we know, hindi nangyari ang ideal through so many generations. But Jesus came. The good news is Jesus came to restore us. Believers in Jesus, to restore us back somehow to that status of living in the kingdom of God, the paradise of God on this earth. Now, over in Revelations chapter 21, in verse 3 to 5, did he describe dito yung home, yung heaven. And it says, God's home is now among his people. Okay, everybody say now. Is God's home with us now today? So this is describing the heavens, the state of heaven. But you know, you don't have to wait until a million years from now to experience heaven. Jesus said, pray that God's kingdom come on earth and His will be done on earth just like it is in heaven. So we ma-, 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 ma taste heaven now. And God's home is now among his people. It goes on to say, he will live with them. You know, God's living with you. Jesus said, my spirit will be with you. Yes, he's with you now, and he will be inside of you. It says, God will be with them. He will live with them, and they will be his people. How many of you are God's people? Okay, so this is already sounding pretty good so far. It goes on to say, he will wipe all tears from their eyes. And there will be no more death, suffering, crying, or pain. These old things have disappeared. And the one sitting on the throne, sinong nakakaupo sa, sinong makakaupo sa trono? hari, haring Jesus. The one sitting on the throne said, I now make all things new. Anong now? After he said it's finished, now it's all things can be made new. And if you're in Christ, when in, kung sino man kay Kristo, siya bagong And the old things have passed, and behold, look now, all things are made new. So God wants us to pray for His kingdom to come to our families, His kingdom, His paradise, His Eden restoration, to get into our family, and to we taste it now, enjoy it now, receive, and you know. Behold, I make all things new. Your family can be made new. You can have a new family culture. You can have new levels of intimacy in your family. Your family can have uh, new happy dynamics, new closeness. So we need to catch a vision that it was not God's plan for broken and hurting families. And I want you to write this down. It, God never is the reason for your pain. Many people think, well, I, I got married, I prayed, you know, I got married, Christian panamansha, etc., etc. And then, mo ko ano yung, kalagayan, mo ano yung ng binigay ng Diyos sa akin ngayon. It's never, that doesn't, God's not the reason for your pain. And God always has a plan for your pain. So, una, what na ting si siin ng because your family got messed up. It's not God's fault that you were born into a broken family or that your family went bad. You know, these things happen and it's so sorry. It hurts. There's a lot of pain. But you need to realize that God was not behind that pain. It's not from the Lord. That's not His plan. But here's the good news. God always has a plan for your pain i I want you to think about a tree maybe mango tree. Isino sa niyo minsan hindi nakapag-harvest ng on time ang mga mangga at nabulok nahulog nakakayemo pa bayan inuud or you know it turns brown and black and it just it's not the best na yung yung fruit nalaglag, na spoiled, na sayang. And the truth is, sometimes our families are like that. It fell in the wrong way. It didn't bloom. It didn't we we didn't taste that intimacy with father and we didn't have that closeness sa mga kapatid. And it just was like bulok. Your family kalat na, wala na sayang. Pait na. And you cannot just easily take a fruit and put it back on the tree. You cannot sometimes restore and bring back the years and put it back on para ulit. And, but guess what? Even if that happened to your family, na bulok, sayang, hindi na, na nangyari what, what God's best should have been. Still, even though, kikita mo yung, yung fruit, it's on the ground, nasa putik na, there's still a seed in there that is valuable. Do you understand? There's still seeds there that you can pick up and reap. There's something beautiful still that God can restore in your family. And that can be planted and and you can start new and you can have a new season ahead and the best is yet to come in Christ. Oh man, God's will is that there's a plan and a purpose even for your pain that you've experienced. And number two is you need to realize, very important, realize who the real enemy is. na rara nasa ng napaka deep pain and hurt in your family. And you got bitterness from the past. Maybe you were abused. Maybe you were betrayed. Somebody walked out on you. The family didn't treat you right. Whatever is. I want you to know the real enemy is not a man or woman in your family. Hindi ang ang enemy mo is not your father, not your uncle or your lolo or your siblings. The real enemy is Satan. Not your relatives, not your in laws, not the kabit. The real enemy is Satan. And Satan works. Overtime, talagang past pas, double time. See si Satan doing what? What is he doing? He's destroying families. Agenda, ng hell is talagang to destroy families, to discourage you, and to try to tear you down. That's the agenda of the devil. Why? Why is he working overtime to destroy families? Because your family has the potential to change the world. You might not think your family is that special, but it is. Not because you individually are so amazing, but I think you're amazing. But what's really amazing, what's really powerful is not a few special individuals But ordinary people united into a family. That is powerful. Because just like what happens in a church family, where two or three collectively sama-sama, samahan ng mga ordinary disciples, where two or three or more gathered together in my name, sabi ni Jesus, I will be there in the midst of them, empowering them. The potential is limitless of what I can do in a church compared to what we can do as just individual believers. You, you serve God in your way. You serve God over there. You do your thing. You do, your, you do the best you can to love God there. Iba, ibang power, pag sama-sama. With a united vision, a united purpose. Because, the, you know, why didn't Jesus just say, wherever you go, uh, um, I'll be in the midst of you. He did promise, wherever you go, I'll be with you. Uh-huh. But, yeah. I will be in the midst of them. And the same thing that God does in a church, He can do in a family which is really the way I see a family it's like a church fathers you're the pastor of your church of your family you're the shepherd you're the overseer you know um, so Satan wants to destroy the family churches he wants to break the unity destroy marriages let the children go up orphans that's the plan of Satan. You got to know without any question who the real enemy is. It's not your wife. It's not your wife's mother. It's not your in-law. It's, 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 the, it's, the, it's the devil. Now, let me give you a, a real quick example. In the book of Job, you know the story of Job? Yeah. Satan went to God. Satan went to God and... God was bragging, boasting about his servant Job. Sabinia, ah, Satan, ha. See my servant Job? He loves me with all of his heart. He serves me. And Satan questioned. ah, it's because musha. it's because he's so rich and everything. Of course he'll serve you. Because you blessed him so much. Take note who blessed Job? God. Satan admitted it was God who blessed Job. And then Satan said, in Job chapter 1, verse 11, if you take away everything he has, here's what will happen. don't prediction ni Satan, he will curse you to your face. And God said, I, I don't think so. But sige, if you want to take away his things, I'll give you permission for a season. Nakawin mo siya. Sige, tingnan natin. You want to test him? Test him. I know he'll pass the test. So Satan made actions against Job. Not God, Satan. Nasunog bahay, namatay lahat ng mga animals, everything. He lost everything. Even his children died. All of his children were killed. Just like that, boom. In amazing trials dumating sa buhay ni Job. But Job said, Praise be the name of the Lord. He never cursed God. He never turned away from God. And then God told to Satan again, see, I told you. Job is my man. And Satan said to God, it's because he's so healthy and strong. And because of your blessing, you'll probably just rebuild everything he had. He'll have more children. He'll have more houses. he but if you take away his health, he will curse you to your face. And God again said, all right, test him. Try it. I don't think you're right. Try it. And true enough, Satan inflicted boils and sores all over Job's body. silang gamot na morphine or what. He had to endure the pain. And he was suffering all this time. But here's what I want to point out course we know the story god healed him god restored him more children more homes everything it was just a season of testing but god but here's the what i wanted to point out over and over again satan said this to god he will curse you to your face the next time if you take away this he will curse you if you take away his health he will curse you and in Job chapter 2, verse 9, then Job's wife, before, see Satan and Aksasarita. Now all of a sudden, Job's wife speaks. And she said, Are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Why don't you curse God and die? Where do you think she got those words from? Huh? Who inspired her? To say that to her husband. She was speaking from the inspiration of the bad spirit, right? Because it, that those were the exact words, the exact message of Satan. So friends, Satan uses family to discourage us or tear us down. Write that down. Satan will use family. Remember who the real enemy is. And it's just Satan. Maybe you know, maybe someone in your family right now is being used by Satan to discourage you. It's not that person who's the enemy. It's Satan. Clear po ba tayo Okay, so stop fighting your family. Fight the good fight of faith which the Bible says, our enemy is not flesh and blood, people. It's the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places na hindi hindi mo nakikita. Huwag mo awain ang asawa mo, ang anak mo, ang brother-in-law mo. Don't fight your family. Fight the devil. Fight the devil on your knees in prayer. Do battle in a wise way. A spiritual battle. You're never going to win the battle if you fight the wrong enemy. Yeah, right. Is that clear? Yeah, yeah. That's probably enough for today. Yeah. All right? That's If you just keep that in mind. But I'm going to give you a few more. Number three, there is hope for your family. Sabimo, so there's hope. Real quickly, Psalms 147 verse 3, he heals the broken brokenhearted. Sabimo, so that's me. <laughs> He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Psalms 34, 18, the Lord is near. When you're hurting, the Lord is so near to you. The more you hurt, the closer you can experience the nearness of God. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Isaiah 61:1. the spirit of the Lord is is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and proclaim liberty to captives and freedom to prisoners. Number four, you cannot fix the family by yourself. But God can. And it happened with Jesus dying on the cross. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Christ redeemed us. Come on, say Christ redeemed, Christ redeemed me. From what? From that self-defeating, cursed life. That self-defeating, that dysfunctional family dynamic. That sick, twisted attitude, those thoughts that were negative, that unproductive style of communication yung style hell you know we shout and we play the cold shoulder treatment hindi nag hindi nagsasalit you know all of that self defeating na hindi na walang puntahan yung mga yan yung mga styles na yan and Christ redeemed us from that self defeating cursed life that cursed life that sumpa that travels through generations to generations Lola was an alcoholic. Tata was an alcoholic. I guess I'll just become an alcoholic. All of my aunties, all of my siblings, they all had broken families. I guess I'll marry a womanizer too. I guess my family will be broken too. We came from poverty. Probably poverty is what I'll come to. That is a curse. Yeah. And you know what? It says here that Christ redeemed us from that curse. Paano? By absorbing it completely into himself. ni Jesus, yung sumpa. The totality, whatever is, kwani yung classing sumpa, na naranasimo, na tikmamosa family, you know, big or small, obvious or hidden, Christ absorbed a hundred percent of that dysfunctional curse into himself. When Jesus nailed it to the cross, he became a curse. And at the same time, dissolved the curse. And now, because of that, listen, because of what Jesus did, Abraham's blessing, would you underline that? Abraham's blessing. Abraham's blessing is present and available for us non Jews, too. We are all able to receive God's life, His Spirit, in and with us by believing just the way Abraham received it. What is Abraham's blessing? If you go back to Genesis, you could read that Genesis twelve. This was the blessing, the promise and blessing of God to Abraham: "I will bless you and give you a family." Yeah. Abraham's blessing is is synonymous; it directly means a family blessing. Abraham's blessing it was not an individual blessing at that time. But the blessing, the whole. Point of the blessing to Abraham was, I'm going to give you offspring. You're going to have a son through through your wife who's very old, but that love is going to spark again and you're going to have a child. Your family is going to grow and prosper. The provisions will be there. You'll have grandchildren that you will bless. You will enjoy. I'll give you a land. Sure enough, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph and all the other brothers, the tribes who was called the family or the household of Israel. And the Bible says, the family blessing of Abraham is present and available to us today. Isn't that good news? Wow. All right. And by the way, just real quick, one of the curses that we were redeemed from is... Described in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 41, when God said, this is part of the curse. Isa sa mga maraming curse diyan, but one of the specific curses was, you will have children, but you will not enjoy them. Yeah, oh, makakapangasawa oh, ka, but you won't have a good family. You will, yes, you can make babies, but you will not enjoy closeness with them. They will be taken away from you and made prisoners. Now, maybe yung anak mo hindi naging alipin. But maybe naging alipin sa vices. Maybe naging alipin sa deception. Maybe you had so many children, but you didn't enjoy intimacy with them. Maybe you had parents, but you didn't enjoy them. Maybe you had siblings, but you didn't enjoy them. Guess what? The curse is taken away now. And Christ wants to restore everything he redeemed at the cross. And how do we receive that? What if hindi ko pa naraaranasan yung sinasabi yung blessing of Abraham, family ko napaka cursed. You know how you receive it the way Abraham did by faith, by faith in Jesus. And I'm going to give you two applications to help you restore the Eden state and the blessing of Abraham. Okay, the first one is this: believe three things about your family. All right, believe these three things. Memorize it. You know, God knows. God cares. God can help. You believe that. Don't ever waver in your belief. God knows about your family. He knows what happened in the background. You know, hindi mama namit meet yung great 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 grandfather, but God knows him. God knows yung weakness niya. Kung yung mga uh, iniquity na pasa through the generations, God knows. You don't know kung dina dinana ng tatay mo nung bata pasha anakita molang is like this like that you know but you just don't know what happened with him and his father or what happened with your lolo and his father you just don't know what you don't know right but god knows god knows your pain he was there when you were hurt when you were abused when you heard those shoutings when you felt that Pain. he knows God knows but secondly God cares he cares about you cares about what you've been through he cares about your emotions your, even the little things he cares about how you talk at the table he cares about the, the, the you know how, the, your feelings jealousy, favoritism so whatever kinds of things na nakakapagsak- say, God cares about you and the most important is God can help. God can help. He can help make the, the communication better. He can help make restore the trust. He can restore things that have been lost. And like I said, even yung fruit, maybe you cannot exactly put it back, but He can take that seed in the spoiled fruit, the ruined relationship, and He can... Let that seed be planted again and bring forth new life, new growth, (laughs) new fruit in your family and in your future family. Wow. God can fix things that you cannot fix and he cares. Now, last thing, very quickly we'll end here, is that you need to bring Jesus into the center of your family. How How will you do that? Ano mga practical na ways to, uh, to bring Jesus into the center of the family? Well, one thing is bring them to church. Some of you left this morning at nung umalis ka sa bahay, may mga kasama sa tahanan nyo na iiwan. Right? Maybe you left some of your relatives there. Some of your loved ones. And at the end of this life, Yeah, you made a lot of friends at church and in your cell group. But at the end of this life, you'll be looking for those friends and those families that were so close to you. So one way you can bring Jesus into the center of your family is you be the one to invite them to a place where they can meet Jesus. You be the one by hook or by crook, whatever it takes Pray for them, invite them, leave VIP tickets for them, whatever, bring them. You can bring Jesus into the center of your family by opening the Bible. You have a DVD player, you can play Christian music. Audio Bible. You can try to influence kung anong pinapalabas sa TV, sa bahay. You can ask the multimedia team, they will give you so many Christian movies. You know, you could, you could, you can make, you can make ways to bring Jesus into your household. Yeah. Kumek gusto, may paraan. You can bring Jesus into the center of your family. Yeah. You know, you can initiate conversations that praise Jesus and up, uplift His work. You can, you know, if if hindi kayo naguusap, you can start the talking. You can re, you can, you pweding ikaw maoon sa pagsasori and to restore intimacy again. If there's a family problem, a business problem, you can... I remember young nana ni John, William, he was, he was telling me, we have this business problem before, and sabi, I'm not so close to God, but my son said, come on, mama, let's pray. And nagpray siya. At kumita, at parang na-turn around. God answered that prayer. So nagulat yung mama niya, na this son of mine brought Jesus, brought God's power into our family business. May bunga ka Psalms chapter 127 verse 1, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. You know the house in Hebrew means family, a household. He's not talking just physical uh, construction. The Lord will build your family. It will, it will last. If the Lord is not building your family, it's it's in vain. You can have 9, 10, 12, 14 kids. But it will go to vain. Unlike what happened. It's a personal life ko. Somebody, I don't know, but my grandfather was a Christian. Even a preacher. So my, that was my great-grandfather. So my grandfather grew up in a strong Christian family. Dahil doon... He married a Christian too. Lola. Lola ko. Dahil doon, lumaki ang, per, ang nanay ko in a Christian family. So lahat sila, ng auntie, uncle ko, they, they were all Christian. Dahil doon, lumaki din ako sa Christian family. And my father, and this was on both sides. Side ng nanay ko, yung mga grandparents, and atensaid ng father ko, yung grandfather ko ang unang naging Christiano sa kanilang family. pero naging Christian siya before he had his children. so yung tata ko lumaki din sa Christian family, leader sila sa church. dahil doon yung father ko nag-aaral sa Christian university. he got a master's degree in Bible. you know I mean talagang gusto niya talaga magserve kay Lord. Then dahil don min I grew up in a Christian family. Dahil don, to serve God and everything. I came to the Philippines. I'm, I got married. I'm raising up my son, in a Christian home. This is what I'm talking about: the potential for your family to change the world. This wouldn't happen with just one or two people individually. God moved in a family. God God moved through generations. And God wants to do it again in your life. Wow. Unless the Lord builds a house. Voila. Unless the Lord protects a city. You know, our families need protection. That word, the Hebrew word for city means a small encampment. Our city, our our, our camp, our you know, family, our clan. Boy, we need protection. There's a lot of attack on the family. A lot of attack on men, husbands, fathers, mothers, children, a lot of pressure, a lot of temptation, unless the Lord is protecting your family, those guards are guarding it in vain. And anyone who is wise will listen and obey. And he is a wise man who builds his family on a rock, on Jesus. I want to pray for the families here today. You might say, well, I'm single. This doesn't apply to me. Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. You're a part of a family. And you might have a family in the next 10 years or 15. Or if you're like me, 20. But I want to pray for you. I want to pray for the families. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless the families and the families to be. And I speak forth. Freedom from the curse. Redemption from the curse. Kung ano nangyari noon, hindi kailangan maulit at sa po namin. I pray for seeds to be picked up out of the, the broken marriages. Out of the abuse of the past, we will pull out the mga seeds from that bulok na prutas, that bulok na situation, the family that didn't happen as it should, the love, the intimacy that was broken and spoiled. But we'll pick up those seeds and plant them now, today, in good soil, in a Christian family, in a church family, bringing family to Jesus, bringing Jesus into the center of it all in our families. And I pray for a manifest redemption of that curse, that you turn it supernaturally, convert it into a blessing like what you did to Job. And I pray that you would bless the families who are planted in SFCC, that they will receive the anointing of restoration, new intimacy, all things made new, new family cultures, new happy dynamics, new communication, healthy communication styles. And Father, that you would restore marriages, restore the fathers to their sons and the and the daughters to their mothers and restore intimacy and love, and that you will be in the midst of our families in Jesus' name. Thank you for the potential of our family to change the world, and we would do it through you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless your family.